Welcome to 1989, inside the diary of a wannabe radio announcer. My name is Benjamin Wosley. You may remember me from my work as Giggling Ben on Hamish and Andy. Hang on, stop, stop, everybody, stop. I think, I think Giggling Ben went to play, <laughs> went to play a crowd. Or even Bad Boy Ben with the Vixen back in the 90s. It's the PMFM Top 30 with Bad Boy and the Vixen and joining us from the UK really early in the morning. It's Billy. Way before any of that, when I was 19 in 89, I moved from the seclusion of my bedroom at my parents' house in Adelaide all the way to the isolated Western Australian mining town of Caratha to start work as a radio announcer at a little station called 6KA. My godmother gave me a diary to write down every momentous occasion and I actually did it. And now, 30 years later, I'm going to find out how weird... Arrogant, lame, self-absorbed, dorky, inexperienced and closeted the 19-year-old version of me was. To hold my hand while we navigate almost 365 days worth of embarrassment and to call in my family, my friends, people that were there, people that have known me for nearly 30 years, strap yourselves in. It's going to be an embarrassing ride. I'm Benjamin Wosley. Welcome to 19 in 89. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. Uh, we're about to start flicking the pages on week six. I would love to remind you about what was happening back in uh, 1989. This week in the charts, the Beach Boys' Kokomo ugh, had spent 12 weeks at number one. Enough already. Uh, thankfully, Nina Cherry's Buffalo Stance finally made its chart debut this week in 89. She was joined by new releases from Kiss, Def Leppard, Robert Palmer, and a group called Deacon Blue with their song Real Gone Kid, which I still love today. I forgot about that song. Uh, CDs exist, but we still play music off vinyl records on the radio, and most peeps record songs off the radio onto little audio cassettes, and then everyone's making mixtapes, their favourite songs, so they can share them with friends and their lovers. The mobile phone exists, but hardly anyone has one because they cost around $5,000 in 80s money, which was a lot of money, and all they do is make phone calls, and they store, wait for it, a maximum of 16 phone numbers. So they're super low-tech, and there's no way you could fit one in your pocket. They're huge. Uh, coming up, more bitching and moaning about work with a delicate sprinkling of exaggeration thrown in. It finally rains in the northwest of WA, uh, helping to drop the temperature from a scorching 47 degrees, which is 116 in uh, that stupid Fahrenheit temp, to an equally scorching but lower 42 degrees. Oh. I'll move into a friend's home to house sit it and her two hairless Devon Rex cats and immediately regret it. And we'll find out what my cousin cousin sent me for Valentine's Day. Don't worry, it's not as creepy as you would think. All that and more awaiting its reveal with another one of my besties. Who is that? 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 It's Linda Lulu! How are you, gorgeous? <laughs> Great, Ben. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you for coming on with me. Pleasure. Now, Pleasure. I've been listening to it. It's been great. You're one of my oldest friends, not in age, but as in we've been <laughs> friends for so long. We actually met in high school, didn't we? We certainly did, yes, in year 10. Yeah, I should explain that in my school until year, through to year 9, it was all just a boys' school. And then from year 10, 11 and 12, so basically just after you've hit puberty, you suddenly get thrown into a school with uh, girls. And it was terrifying, especially for a little closet. Um, and also, I didn't play sport and it was a private Catholic school. So 
it was all about rugby, cricket, um, AFL. So all my friends disappeared from my life and I would just spend recess and lunch sitting by myself. And one of our mutual friends, Kerry, actually came over and befriended me because she was worried about how lonely I was every day. <laughs> Bless her heart. <laughs> she was gorgeous, wasn't she? Yeah. Do you she remember was- that? sort of happening? Oh, it's all a bit foggy, but I do remember Kerry certainly looked out for other people and yeah. saw, you know, anyone who was on their own. And I think she just looked at you and thought you were really interesting and kind and... <laughs> and sad. Were we wrong? No. <laughs> <laughs> too shy. I do remember... We loved you. <laughs> I, I got grilled so much because she said, what is your favourite band? And at that stage, I didn't really even listen to music. So I just said the first thing that came into my head, which was Men at Work, which she... <laughs> thought was the lamest thing ever and then went, ah, have you not heard of In Excess? And, and introduced me to In Excess and created one of oh, my major obsessions for my whole life. I, I do have a memory. It's just come back to me, Ben, as we talk about this. Yeah. When uh, you and Kerry decided at some point that you weren't going to go to sport or something and oh. you were going to, like, wag school. Yes. And you went and you got caught by the teachers in your uniforms at the bus stop in the middle of the day. Yeah, they <laughs> mysteriously drove past while we were sitting at the bus stop wagging school. And then we got dragged into the principal's office and I was such a little asshole <laughs> that I said, uh, uh, Kerry was really upset and depressed, so I just went out with her. I was just trying to help her. And then she basically had her parents called in and said, we're worried that Kerry's suicidal and depressed. And I'm like... <laughs> oh, anything to save your own bacon, I think, yeah. at that point. Pretty Did your parents much. even know about it? <laughs> Uh, I think all I had to do was pick up some rubbish in the um, courtyard and that was about it. But Kerry got into so much trouble and her mother did not like me at all. (laughs) Sorry to bring that up. I just remembered that. Oh, my God. I love that you remembered that. (laughs) What were you thinking? Well, I'd I'd never skipped school before, but Kerry did it all the time. So I was like, oh, wow, this sounds cool. I'll do this. (laughs) Yeah. Never again. We should have stuck to back streets, not the bus stop outside the school. (laughs) Exactly. Pair of morons. (laughs) All right, should we get stuck into it? Yes. All right, let's take in a Sunday, Feb 12. This was written at 12.45am. Vel, people. I don't know why I didn't write well. I've done vel, so maybe I'm thinking or pretending that I'm German. Anyway, (laughs) vel, people. I did the midday till 6pm shift today. Had lots. And then I've gone, well, two phone calls from people saying they loved the music I was playing and to say thank you for making them feel young again, which is great feedback. How is that great feedback? (laughs) Uh, Were they old? Exactly. And I didn't pick the music, so I don't know how that's good feedback for me. Uh, Bradley and Liz came over and spent most of the day with me, which was great. Um, Just so I remind you that Liz is my pen pal of two years that mysteriously turned up in the previous week and came to stay with us. Um, I like having company in the studio. Well, that's roughly it. See ya, 12.47am. And my obsession with having company in the studio continues to this very day. Whenever I'm in a radio studio on air by myself, I'm just like, oh, this is so boring, I hate it. Really? You like having people there with you? Yeah. I'm clearly, I'm so clingy. (laughs) You're clingy? Yeah. Do you you think you feed off them or something? Yeah, I think I like an audience. I like to see that someone might think that's funny or... So Maybe yeah. you should go into acting. Maybe I should. Maybe. <laughs> Someone get me that gig. <laughs> Any gig. <laughs> All right, let's take in uh, Feb 13. It's a Monday and I wrote this entry at 2.09am. 
Hello there, listeners. It's written on a page. There's no listeners. You dork. Uh, <laughs> did my first drive shift today from 2pm till 6pm. Awful thing was, I love this, awful thing was, I had to go to work at 10am until 6, which was annoying. <laughs> That's a normal day for a normal worker. It's actually a short day for a normal worker. <laughs> <laughs> Such a little suck. Uh, zero to do today. I did one commercial for the Australian Film, Television and Radio School. Then I read my mail. I got letters from Uncle Lindsay and Kerry, who I'm very worried about. She seems very depressed, talking about our friendship breaking up, each of us going our separate ways. And that's the only one comment about that. And then I go, the shift went well. I was slightly nervous. Nothing to worry about, however. See ya. 2.15am. P.S. Liz leaves on Friday morning. We don't care. P.P.S. I just opened Nicole's present. It's really good. A teddy leaning on a love heart that says friends are forever. And then I've written in capital letters with inverted commas, cute. Um, And thank God that my first cousin just sent me a friend's gift for Valentine's Day that I opened at 2am on Valentine's Day in 89. You were treated special. (laughs) Yeah, I was. Well, Nicole and I sort of grew up. She was born in January. I was born in July. So we were like, Thick as thieves as kids. We hung out all the time. I remember. Yeah. I remember her coming to things. And then once I moved away, we kind of drifted. Mm, that yeah. All right, this is Valentine's Day, Tuesday the 14th. It was written at 2.05am. G'day. Well, went into work early today to find out how to record the college show tomorrow. It should be interesting. Hot tip, it's not. <laughs> Recorded a couple of commercials and got home at roughly 4.15. Sat and talked with Liz. We decided to make tea. We bought some flavour packets that you just add meat and vegetables to. We had fried rice, it's a recurring theme, and a sort of chilli chicken packet. It turned out really nice. Liz bought mine over and, and she stayed for my entire shift. Mum and Dad rang up and wished me Happy Valentine's Day, which was nice. I honestly thought I was going to cry after speaking to Mum. It was really weird. And I wrote weird. W-E-A-R-D which is definitely not the correct spelling. Oh, well, see ya, 2.13am. I love that I was going to cry when my mum wished me happy Valentine's Day. Did your parents ever come up and visit you there? Yeah, that's coming up in the diary in July. My mum and my little brother Tom will come up um, and stay with me for, I think, a week and a half. Because I don't remember you ever coming home from there. Oh, there definitely was a visit. Maybe I didn't see you in the two weeks I was back. <laughs> That's coming up in, in November. There's two oh, weeks of on holidays, on holidays entries in my diary. So I did come back in my first year in radio. But, yeah, maybe we must have seen each other. We must have. It just seems that you were away for a long time because you were there for three years. I never realised you were there for three years. Three and an actual That's, half. How did you do it? I don't know. Because it's pretty remote. And you were such a city kid. Oh, my God. And such a little um, mummy's boy shut-in. Like, to be out in rural WA amongst miners, I was crapping my dax (laughs) on the reg. Do you remember? Did you buy special clothes to take with you when you went up there, like King G shorts and a... No. (laughs) No, I found some photos the other day and I've got some jazzy shorts on and all my jag men T-shirts. So I was definitely still totes fush on while I was wandering the streets of Caratha. (laughs) Do they still make Jack Ming t-shirts? I don't know. God, I hope not. (laughs)
I keep getting bagged out every time I post a picture with one in, <laughs> which I well deserve. Hey, they came in packs of three. You got a Jagmen toiletry bag as well. I, I think they were your Christmas present, your birthday present. It was presents. the ultimate 80s Christmas present. It was. Yeah. And what did you, I've got another question. What did sure. you, how did you buy clothes and that up there? Like, what did you? There were, the, um, there were shops. There's references coming up to me putting things on lay-by at Jeans West. And also there was a store oh. called On <laughs> Bazaar. Yeah, lay by. Before Afterpay. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, it was before Afterpay. Yeah, and if you didn't the pay it, lay by. Yeah. Oh my God, I, I feel like I should have pushed this button. Because <laughs> we've kind of got uh, distracted and and gone off into uh, other eighties memories. So um, we will get back to the diary, I promise. But my God, I loved all of those recollections. All right, let's take it. <laughs> Let's take in Wednesday, uh, Feb 15. This is at 2.22am. Went in nice and early today so as to be ready for the college show. Had the studio all ready by court to two. They were due at two but didn't arrive until about ten past two, explaining that they'd been picked up for speeding and had to try and explain to the cops and talk their way out of a ticket. Aww. I love that corruption ran deep. So the show went quite well. (laughs) It runs for an hour. We record it and then play it just after the six o'clock news, pretending that it's live to air. So I had an hour to myself. Liz came down with me at six, which was good. She spent the night recording songs. Oh, more illegal things. La, la, la. Uh, (laughs) Bradley also came over. All in all, it was a great night. See ya. 2.33 a.m. Aw. There are so many law-breaking uh, occurrences in this diary. It's horrifying. Especially for you because you're such a, you know, compliant. I know. <laughs> not law-breaking. having a few vodkas and taking a drive was none of my problem. That oh, was the we 80s. did it back in the day. Yeah, we sure did. It's so embarrassing. Uh, this is Thursday, Feb 16. It's 1.49am. Howdy doody, guys. Well, today was pretty plain and non-eventful. Very little to do at work. Shift went well. Liz came over and stayed for the night. We had pizza for tea. Mm. Again, probably ham and pineapple or Australian. Came home and had a couple of hours in front of the television. Probably only one hour. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So... Stop lying. You wanted to make out. You were like sitting up late. I know. I'm so night. Uh, I have to get up early tomorrow so that I can go with Liz to the airport tomorrow, which means I'll keep this short and shiny. See ya. 1.51am. P.S. Start house-sitting for Jan tomorrow. I hope everything goes well. I'm impressed that Jan was so trusting in me to hand over her enormous uh, mining-supplied house to a 19-year-old kid that she'd only known for six weeks. With her animals. With her animals. I don't remember. Did you, and I, did you have cats? You had a dog. Yeah. I remember you had a lovely had dog. Molly the Golden Retriever and I had a... Um, you did have a cat. I did have a cat. Kalua it was called because it was the same colour yeah. as a Kalua milk. Kalua. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a loser name to give it. <laughs> Kalua. Your favourite drink of the ages, oh, Kalua and milk. Do you totally. love a bit of Kalua and milk? Oh, my God. So much. <laughs> and Uzo. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and Midori. Midori Illusions. Oh, Midori. Or well, is that more oh. 90s? Oh, I can feel the that. sick rising in my throat as I talk about all of these. <laughs> oh, mate, yeah. All right. This is uh, Feb 17. It's a Friday. Got up early today, e.g. 8.30, so as not to be late getting to the airport. Her flight, and then I've put a huge line from her up to the top of the diary saying, her being Liz, 
was supposed to leave at 9.45, but it finished up arriving at about 10 and her leaving at about 20 past. I caught a taxi into town, called Roxy, which was that, remember that video store I worked in in Adelaide? Yeah, yeah. Loved that. I called Roxy and talked to everyone except Mike Chadwick. He was like my co-worker there who I remember, distinctly remember him saying to me when I told him I was going to leave um, working at the video store to start in radio, he was like, why would you give up all of this? Your parents have got a swimming pool. You're going to give that all up to go to the regional WA? And I was like, well, yeah, man, I want to be a radio announcer. So weird. You that... always wanted to be a radio announcer. Yeah, pretty much. I think there was a dabble with acting, but when I realised you had to audition on stage and people could say, you suck, get off, I thought, mm, yeah. sending tapes are easier. They just send me a letter and I can burn that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> didn't get to talk to Mike. Uh, then rang Dad and then Mum. Went home, had lunch. Then something extraordinary happened. It, what? and I put it in capitals and inverted commas, rained. And it was water. <laughs> okay, that's what <laughs> really? rain is. And it was water dropping the temp from 47 to an icy 42 in half an hour. God, it was hot up there. I then rang Emma at home, had a chat, went home. And then in brackets, I'd been at the station. Went home and packed up my stuff and moved into Jan's house. I sort of wish I hadn't made the commitment to look after the house now because I'm heaps lonely. Oh, well, see ya. P.S. Gary from Roxy Video rang at Jan's and had a big chat to me. I used to love working at Roxy Video. They're not very deep entries, are they, of what was going on in your life? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. It's very like, Anna did this. It was great. Yep. Skim the surface. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing of any weight or gravitas is in any of these entries. And things that are, I've left a comment like, ask me about this, and I don't remember it at all. <laughs> you know, it's pretty on the suit, you know, like it's all ticking around. Yeah, it? Like, I'm 19. These are the things that matter to me, guys. Get around it. <laughs> all right, here's our last entry. It's Saturday, Feb 18 at 1.27am. <laughs> yes, even though I'm alone, I still keep ridiculous hours to go to bed. Duh. Boring day today. Went shopping, came home, watched television, read some magazines. <laughs> Could tell us what TV you watched, maybe what magazines were happening. Magazines, what articles were happening in the magazines. But no, you know, some magazines, guys. Cindy's GWN Kids Show started today. I recorded it for her. It was funny to see her on telly. Telly spelt T-E-L-E. And then an exclamation mark. Telly! Uh, Liz rang up tonight saying that she was okay, that means she got home, and that the concert was the best she's ever seen. I love that I've just, the concert. What concert? I've never preempted this concert, but I've just gone, and the concert was the best she's ever seen. Raving she was, still, you can't beat Noiseworks live. They are brilliant. They were actually brilliant. (laughs) God, Noiseworks. My God, that was a while ago. No lies, no lies. Uh, Cindy rang up and asked if I wanted to come over for drinks. So we downed a couple of vodkas, then watched telly, and I drove home. (laughs) And that's it, really. Boring, in capital letters, two inverted commas. See ya, 1.32am. Aw, that's all our entries, Lou. Well, you know what? It actually goes to show you are pretty happy. (laughs) Yes, despite having random moments of depression based on very little at all. <laughs> That's right. And you went to bed quite late and you didn't really do a full day's work and you were getting paid. I know. I should have been so much more thankful. But no, I was arrogant, um, self-absorbed and hideous. <laughs> you went. No, I'm overselling it a little bit. Yeah. Um, 
Now, I've got an entry coming up in, I think, another week's time. So will you come back and do that with me? Because I think it involves you getting stopped at the door by reception. Oh, love to. All right. Thank you so much for joining me on this one, Bubs. My pleasure. Loving you so much. Hey, in the next episode, there is washing to do, depression to deal with, free charcoal chicken to eat. I know. And I turn into a lonely cat lady. Plus, I get a call from a 14-year-old babysitter who becomes a lifelong friend and will join me to host the next episode. And could that rain be a hint of something much, much bigger and windier being on its way? Also, once again, in an effort to help raise Indigenous voices, this episode, we want to shine a spotlight on Titus for Titus, which stands for Sisters for Sisters. They collect and share stories of female Aboriginal role models, as well as uh, resharing opportunities for Indigenous women, like scholarships, development programs, events, and everything in between. It's basically a network of very cool black women who lift each other up and celebrate each other so that they can ride that energy and, and do and be more together. They're awesome. You'll find them on Instagram under Titus for Titus, and that's T-I-D-D-A-S, the number four, and then T-I-D-D-A-S again. Sending pre-virus hugs to the enigmatic DJ Dirtbag for his brilliant work on the 1989 theme tune and Jezalenko for his work on the diary stages and my other little sound bits. So stoked I finally got to play the tangent alarm. Uh, plus, mad props to anyone who's been taking the time to subscribe. You can do it via iTunes, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, please check us a review if you could be bothered, even if it's just to press five stars. I can only see the Aussie ones too, so if you're overseas, I would love if you did a screen grab and send it to me via 1989 on Instagram or Twitter so I can pour thanks and love on your hard efforts. And until next time, loving you from here. Check you later. See you. Bye.